Welcome to The New Way, the bite-sized podcast for leaders and executives like you who want to transform their organisation and inspire people to work in new ways. Forget stalled progress and disappointment from upstairs. Each episode, I reveal how to communicate your vision, drive change, and become the leader that everyone loves. No BS or fluff, just the practical info that you need. I'm Dr. Kate Byrne. Get ready for actionable insights, mini execution plans, and game-changing secrets from my 20 years in the trenches, supporting senior leaders to introduce the new way. (laughs) Let's get started. Hello, hello, and welcome. Thank you for joining me for this week's episode of The New Way. It's spring, the sun is shining, and today feels like a great day so far. I hope that it is for you too. You know, these days, anytime I ask anyone how they are, the answer is usually busy. Oh my God, I'm so busy. I'm busy. I'm run off my feet, all that kind of thing. I bet that you find this too. I'm also willing to bet that when folks ask you how things are going with work, your answer is usually to say busy too. Of course, in many organisations today, people wear that word busy as a badge of pride, don't they? Everyone's busy. Or at least you need to put that out there that you are because at work, the busiest people are so often seen to be the ones that are the most important people. And look, even beyond organisational norms, and we can talk about that another time, whatever your organisation's culture is around that idea of being busy, all the change leaders and transformation experts and communication specialists I know really are genuinely busy. Day to day, they are usually run completely off their feet. They're in back-to-back meetings, they're supporting stakeholders and progressing the change in communication and training plans, all that good stuff. They're doing this even when they're working from home. And I'm guessing that you're probably nodding along right now. (laughs) But when you're responsible for driving and delivering organisational transformation, There is a real problem with being super busy all the time at work because it means that you just don't have very much time to think about things, to reflect on things. And when you're in charge of designing and delivering that overarching change strategy for the organization or maybe for that really big, significant, complex whole of government initiative, well, having some time to actually think about things is very, very important, isn't it? So today I want to talk about thinking time, why it's important, and I'm going to share how I practically include and set up thinking time as a regular part of my workday. Now, let me say up front with this, (laughs) I get it if the idea of thinking time sounds like a complete wank to you right now. (laughs) I understand. You know, years ago, I was collaborating with a CIO to help deliver a really significant digital transformation program and to help build the reputation of IT across that organisation along the way. 
I remember being in a meeting with them one day and in that meeting they mentioned a new challenge that they just identified, something that had just come up. The team did not have a plan in place to deal with this new challenge. Like I said, it just hadn't come up before and it hadn't been part of any risk or issue management workshop up until that point. And I said in that meeting, let me think about it and come back to you with some recommendations in a little while. <laughs> Look, that wasn't an unusual thing for me to say. You know, I feel like that's something I say all the time. And I bet you know that strategic problem solving and dealing with real-time interventions, needing to be flexible, come up with revised plans mid-flight, well, that's all just part of driving and delivering complex change, isn't it? From my perspective, Complex challenges are worth a little deference and consideration, especially when they impact potentially thousands of people and, of course, a whole lot of money. I didn't think that I'd said anything unusual when I said, let me think about it. So I was really surprised when that CIO, the one that I was working with, said, time to think. Wow. Well, that's nice for some of us, isn't it? He was really sarcastic about it. It was just a small interaction, just a couple of seconds really. I doubt anyone else in the room would even remember that moment. But I remember feeling so sorry for him because he either wasn't privileging the power of thinking, he didn't value it, or he wasn't making time for thinking for himself, or maybe he wasn't used to being supported by advisors that value thinking. Whatever was driving his tone of response, it just made me feel really bad for him. Because look, my take is that thinking, thinking strategically and innovatively to help solve and overcome really big challenges that aren't part of the standard, you know, business as usual, is a hugely important function of the leadership team and their trusted advisors. Let me talk about specifically why I think we should make time for deep thinking. Experience tells me that change leaders that don't proactively focus on thinking about how to prevent fires from happening in the first place, well, they just end up spending a lot of time needing to put out fires in a non-stop loop of reactivity. <laughs> As a change leader, your role is about making sure that you and the team and the organisation as a whole are moving in the right direction and doing the right things to deliver a return on investment. So your people genuinely need to be, you know, adopting new ways of working so that you can deliver change success. That is big shit. Reflecting on the meaty challenges that you're experiencing and how best to minimize or work with them, you know, kind of go with the flow to your advantage. All of that is an incredibly important part of the job. You need thinking time. Thinking time is going to help you minimize risks, avoid mistakes. And look, just personally, I've also found that making a habit of carving out time to think critically gives you an edge over other change managers that are just simply caught up in the day to day, you know, struggling to keep up. It is impossible for me to do my best work in that state where in, you know, I'm in struggle town. And I always try to keep in mind that clients want me for my best work. That's why I'm there. They aren't investing in me just to go through the motions, you know, run the same old tired change strategy that everyone was using three years ago that was not working well then anyway. <laughs> Building in 
regular thinking time, strategic thinking time into your week is going to help you make those recommendations, take confident decisions, join the dots to identify opportunities, come up with solutions to the biggest problems and challenges that people are facing right now. And of course, deep thinking can help improve your leadership skills and your effectiveness as a leader, as a change leader. It's going to make a huge difference to your perspective and just the way that you conduct yourself day to day as well. But of course, when you're driving change or a significant transformation program, the reality is that finding time for deep thinking is a lot easier said than done, isn't it? I know that your day is likely filled with an overflowing inbox that's just never going to (laughs) quit. Meetings and workshops out the wazoo. And of course, you need to find time to actually progress your most important tasks each day, whether that be developing that deck that's going to take folks through the strategic narrative or completing that change impact assessment or designing the change strategy for the next tranche of work or finalizing the CEO's video script, whatever it is, I know that you've got a huge, huge, huge amount on your plate right now. In fact, I'm sure that you even already have a bunch of really good ideas that you haven't been able to bring to life yet because of all the other priorities that you're managing. And of course, on top of all of that, I'm sure that you're also fielding interruptions almost constantly with colleagues sending you those IMs and text messages asking questions and emails and dropping into your office if you have an office and are working with people and not working from home. It is a lot, isn't it? But look, I promise that carving out time for deep thought is going to pay dividends, maybe more than you realize right now. So hopefully now I've convinced you that thinking time is really, really worth it. I'm going to share a few practical tips to help you make thinking time part of your weekly routine really easily. Okay, so first up, it is important to schedule your thinking time. Look, I know that might sound ridiculous, but seriously, to get the most out of your thinking time, just put it in your calendar, put it in your calendar, put it in your calendar. With everything that change leaders have on day to day and everything that's vying for your attention, there's no way that spontaneous deep thinking is realistic. It's just not going to happen. So please open your calendar and schedule it in. Don't stress if this concept is totally new for you and your days are crazy. All you need to do is to aim for two lots of 15 minute sessions a day. That's it. You can build up over time if that really works for you. If you want, you know, perhaps you could work up to two lots of 20 minutes or 30 minutes a day. But I promise all you need is a couple of 15 minute slots a day to reap the benefits of this strategy. In case you're wondering, I like to use time blocking as the method to manage my calendar. I did an episode on this recently where I broke down the entire process that I take and what my mornings look like step by step. It's super easy and time blocking helps me feel a lot more productive, like I've actually achieved the most important things each day. If you'd like to take a listen to that episode, it's called Not Getting Shit Done, Productive Change Managers Use This Daily Method. And look, I'll make sure that we link to it in the show notes so that it's really easy for you to find if you want to check it out. 
The second tip that I want to share with you is that I recommend preparing a couple of questions in advance of your planned thinking time. Just two or three questions that are linked around the same topic or challenge. That's all you need. This is really going to help you direct your thinking and prompt ideas so that you're ready to dive in you know, kind of get into that thinking zone as soon as one of your 15-minute slots rolls around. To make this really easy, all I do is just jot down a couple of questions when I'm scheduling in my thinking time blocks for the week. Of course, I don't always know what I want to use that thinking time for, or I, you know, I don't have a bunch of questions <laughs> up my sleeve ready to go at the beginning of the week every time. No stress. I just add the questions to the appointment info in my calendar throughout the day or week as stuff, you know, challenges, issues, opportunities, all that kind of stuff as it comes up. Now, before we move on, it's worth mentioning that I recommend doing your best to ask yourself strategic level questions rather than tactical level questions when you are in that thinking time. An example of a tactical question is, how can the team get better attendance at info sessions? Or maybe another tactical question is, what could we do to get more engagement in the employee survey? Those are kind of really tactic, quite operational kinds of questions. In contrast, an example of a strategic question. Now, maybe write these down if you've got a pen handy so you can use it, refer back to it. An example strategic question might be, how could we 10x employee engagement? Or maybe, what is the core obstacle that's stopping us from moving forward right now? A couple of other strategic open-ended questions that I find useful for most situations are, what am I not seeing here? That's a great question to ask yourself. What am I not seeing here? Or maybe, what is the core business problem that we're dealing with here? That's super helpful as well. And also, what opportunities are there to easily take things to the next level? That's a great question as well. Okay, okay. My next tip is to, if at all possible, I recommend that you try to match your dedicated thinking time with the times that you naturally feel most energetic. Don't leave your deep thinking time until the very last thing at night when you're exhausted if you're a morning person. On the other side, the flip side of that, don't force yourself to wake up half an hour earlier to do your thinking if you're a night owl. Like I mentioned in last week's episode on time blocking, aligning your most important tasks and thinking time is very bloody important. I think we're all agreeing on that right now, aren't we? (laughs) So align your most important tasks with the times that you know you do your best work and doing that, it can just be like rocket fuel for your productivity. My next tip is to get away from your desk And for best results, go for a walk. Just go for a walk around the block, around the building, around a park if you are near a green space. Changing your environment can help change and really switch up your thinking. And in fact, research out of Stanford University found that walking can increase your creative output by an average of 60%. My God, that is so much. By the way, those researchers defined creative output as divergent thinking. 
meaning being able to come up with a variety of creative ideas and potential solutions. That is problem solving. The word creative output there means problem solving and quite strategic problem solving. So if you're worried about your productivity and you want to get the best return in the shortest amount of time with this strategy, I really urge you pair your thinking time with a walk. That is a match made in heaven. My final tip is to capture your ideas and then take action. Anyone who has ever worked with me and joined me for a thinking walk knows that I'll use the notes app in my phone to capture my ideas. And I recommend that you do the same. The key thing I found is that when you're in that thinking time, you just simply want to capture the ideas. Don't judge them. Anytime I get all judgy on myself, the good ideas, they just dry up. They're gone. (laughs) Now I've found that the best approach is to just jot down the ideas as they come. Don't worry about proper sentences, context, or even spelling. Take the pressure off. Definitely don't worry at all about having the same level bullet points or any of that kind of stuff. Just get it down and keep the free flow of ideas going. Then once I'm back at my desk after my walk around the block, I like to review what I've captured, and this is important, act on my best idea. This is where the power of thinking time really, really pays off. Without this step, you are not going to get the full benefit of incorporating this strategy into your day. I find that usually the first most impactful action that I can take is to share my best idea with other humans. That might mean sharing my idea with a colleague or maybe a client. It might mean sending an email to a team member Or it might even mean, you know, scheduling a meeting with a potential partner or supplier. Once I involve other humans, (laughs) I'm on the path to bringing my idea to life. Or at the very least, I'm on the path to testing my thinking with others, which is in this context, it's just as good. So there you have it. That's the approach that I use to incorporate thinking time into my days. I hope that I've inspired you in this episode to schedule some thinking time into your calendar this week. Seriously, even if you're run off your feet right now, I know that you're going to be able to find 15 minutes to give this strategy a go. I am so confident that once you do it a few times and you allow yourself the space to think deeply and to bring your best ideas back into your work, you are going to see how game-changing this simple strategy is. You're going to want to build it into your daily routine. This is going to be your superpower. It's going to be something that you look forward to every day. I know it because that is certainly how I feel about it. Please, please book in some thinking time this week. Use the strategic questions that I shared as prompts to get you started. And then after a week of doing it, let me know how you've gone. You can find me over on LinkedIn at Dr. Kate Byrne. Thank you so much for joining me for this week's episode. I can't wait to connect with you again next time. Until then, stay well. And oh my God, book in that thinking time right now. (laughs) Just go book it in. (laughs) Okay. Have a really great rest of the week. Take care. Bye for now.